0: The following content is rated explicit for language in adult situations.
1: So listen with headphones.
0: Or don't. We don't judge.
1: Have you ever wished that your world had more magic?
2: Or that your favorite character had survived?
1: How about a full length spinoff of your favorite childhood series?
2: Then do we have a podcast for you?
1: Hello, Fire Whiskers. I'm Claire.
2: And I'm Kat.
1: And this is Fire Whiskey and Honey, the podcast about your favorite novel-length Potter fan fiction.
2: The Debt of Tide.
1: Each episode, we read a chapter of this story.
2: And try to stay on topic. Which is easier said than done. Without further ado, here's this week's chapter of The Debt of Tide.
1: I just want you all to know how much I love all of you, because I'm currently recording this and not watching the final two episodes of Stranger Things.
0: Yeah, don't tell me, because Kenny and I are watching it together, so we can't watch it unless he is not at work. So, like, shut up.
1: I'm not saying anything. I haven't seen it yet. I feel like a member of the Byers family is going to get it.
0: Well, you do know that the last episode is two hours long, right? I heard. Yeah, it's like two hours and like 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, no, nah, and all of the episodes this season have been like an hour 20. So like, dang. But no, I feel like it's going to be either Will, Jonathan, or Joyce. My money's on Jonathan. Um, I feel like Robin's going to die. And I feel like Murray or Chief Powell or both of them are going to die. So that's just that that's where my money is right now
0: i want yuri to die that guy's a jerk <laughs> what? wait yuri isn't he the guy who was drinking the slurpee last season no yuri's the guy with the peanut butter who <gasps> oh, tied yeah. them up Fuck on the yuri. plane yeah Yuri can die yeah because uh, also, then the guy with the slurpee pretended foot to be Douchebag yes. football boy should die i kind of think eddie might die
1: <laughs> i will revolt We must protect Eddie at all costs. I love DD Even though I don't
0: want.
1: And Hannah Beth has no idea what's going on.
2: Oh, is this what Cat
0: feels like all the time? Hold on. I have have nothing
3: to add to this conversation.
0: Hold on. (laughs) Cat.
3: Okay,
0: hold on. Yeah. I I don't watch
3: Stranger Things. I have no desire to watch Stranger Things. I will never watch Stranger Things in the future.
1: Okay, I'm mad at you, also, Cat Froze. In a very awkward face.
3: Oh wait! screams Grab that! <laughs> Scream! Grab her face! <laughs> no! Why do I do this? Oh what no! The fuck!
2: Oh, I Why got is there it. two cats. I got it! I got it! I got it!
0: Hold on. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> I was connected to the wrong Wi-Fi.
2: <laughs> okay, but there's two of but you now. now. Have
0: two cats.
3: It's such an awkward face. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Um. Yeah, but I, I have nothing to add to the Stranger Things thing, which you're mad at me about, which is fine. You're allowed to be. But I really dislike anything approaching horror, like, with me such too. a vengeance. No. Me too. I know enough about what happens in the first season for me to not be interested. Like, I know and, the and story.
1: That's, that's fair. Like, not and everybody I just, has to like everything. But, like... I
3: just don't care. And I'm very I'll
1: anti-horror, and I still, like... I love it because I like D&D, and i'm sure. a an and so like that sure. that drew me in
3: sure i can i can see that my issue is that i have too many shows that are dark and or serious and or dramatic and life is already dark and serious and dramatic and so i don't need more of that in my brain and so i but have to dusty choose... bun
1: makes everything better
3: But for my mental sanity, I have to choose how much darkness goes into my brain. That's (laughs) fair.
1: See, for me, I feel like I get so much more light out of Stranger Things than darkness because Steve Harrington, mother of all, um, is wonderful and Dusty Bun and the Demogorgon. What was the Demogorgon puppy's name?
0: I don't know.
1: It wasn't Lazarus. God, what was it?
0: It's been so...
1: Fans, fans, what was the Demogorgon puppy's name? He ate three it's musketeers. At computer. Just Google it. No, it's more fun when we're interactive with the fans. Also, we should start reading. Um, So, Kat, what happened was.
0: Well, I better know because we just did this yesterday. Mm-hmm. So if I don't know, I got the Alzheimer's. The I mean, old timers.
3: That's,
1: that's not
0: funny. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's, I didn't mean it to be funny.
1: I mean, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. My grandmother said doesn't hit for like another 10 years. We're good.
3: My grandmother's kind of Dory, so it it's funny, but it's dark funny.
1: It's I will know if I will become Dory because I'm my uh, doctor was super nice and was like, oh, your family fit, uh, history is real fucked up. Let's get you t- uh, tied into a geneticist and then you can just know. And I'm like, I appreciate that because then it's like, OK, you know, I don't get a diagnosis and they say like, okay, you have six months to go do shit. No, no, no. I can do shit for like years knowing that the inevitable is coming and then by the time the inevitable happens, it's okay because I already did a bunch of shit that I wanted to do.
3: See, I, so my great-grandmother had Alzheimer's and then both of my dad's parents had and then have Alzheimer's.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So all of the biological kids on my dad's family, because my uncle is adopted, but all the the other three biological kids are all just assuming that they're going to get it. Yeah. Um. So it's just a general assumption. Yeah. But like for me, and I know not everybody feels this way. And I don't want to know because I'm just assuming it's true. So we're living life that way.
1: Yeah. It's like that Tim McGraw song, live like you were dying, man. Like don't fucking put shit off. If you have the money to do it now, <laughs> do it now. I hate that song so much. Dude, I used to <laughs> love that. That was the song that got me to fall in love with country music. And it's such a not great country song it's a decent I mean, country song. I mean, but at least but it's like, Tim McGraw. So, like, it's it Tim could McGraw. Be... It's not like, I got into... I had somebody the other day who was like, I love country music. I fell in love with Florida Georgia Line. And I'm nope, like... Nope. Get the fuck out. Get, get, get out. out. No, get out. Stop it. <laughs> get out now. I like Florida Georgia Line music. I don't mind it's it. It's not country. It's a bop. It's not traditional country. Pop country is its own genre. Yeah. <laughs> We care, apparently.
3: Kat is mouthing who fucking cares. But,
1: okay, anyway. It's because we live, I live in Country Music City, and she lives in Texas, so. Okay.
3: What happened? It's because Kat lives in Cuba.
0: I don't want to live in Cuba. I don't want Castro to ruin my life. Wait, is he dead Castro's or is he alive? Castro's dead. Okay, for some reason I thought nobody killed him.
1: Real quick, so because I grew up in Key West and Fidel Castro was a fairly popular individual because obviously he lived very close by, Um, I'm not sure how many of you remember, the older people will, Um, I say older, I mean anybody my age and older, Um, there used to be a line during the Red Scares that was, the only good commie is a dead commie, and... On the day Fidel Castro died, I had probably about a hundred people post on my timeline. Oh look, Fidel Castro finally became a good commie. <laughs> and I was just like, "Jeez, oh my God!" <laughs> I don't think I realized that he lived until
3: 2016.
1: Oh yeah, no, he was alive a long fucking time. Evil keeps you young. Um,
3: what the fuck
1: yeah no, i don't he, think
3: i knew that i mean like i yeah. knew he died in my lifetime
1: but yeah no it was like six years ago <laughs> anyway the so end of time what had happened was
0: cat? Totally deep diving on that later okay so we're maya again mm-hmm. but let's just confuse my head Woo-hoo! so yeah so we are Maya again and she got reunited with Remus and then she starts freaking out it's like I want to go home and then she goes wait you're married and I wasn't invited it's like okay freak out over now we're just gonna make it about how I was not invited to your wedding and he's like what was I supposed to do like you were like floating around as an amoeba somewhere (laughs) like what what am I supposed to do and then she had her little interaction with McGonagall, and she's just like, yeah, I'm not gonna make you repeat school because you've already done it twice. She's like, yeah, being all sassy and stuff because, like, personality change, you know. Mm-hmm. And then... <sighs> This is the part where I got kind of mad because Sirius was explaining bonds to Harry and I totally thought we were going to get an orchard situation and we didn't and I was actually kind of mad about that but apparently that might be coming because you all looked at me like you don't even know so but still I was mad because I thought it was coming and it didn't come and I was mad and then at the very end Harry sees what he thinks is Hermione but it's Maya and he's just like huh? I, I am so confused at the moment, and he's just standing there like, I don't know what to think of this stuff. So yeah,
1: that's what happened. Was
3: I love that this part of the book just picks up like the chapter, the next chapter picks up like
1: the exactly. next second, yeah, and it just great. keeps going like that. But yeah, so we finished with uh sirius going hermione and then she smacked him in the face and he was like ah it's maya
2: you mean harry no no no
1: sirius sirius saw her and he was trying to figure out which one it was
0: oh it's kind of like when you're dating a twin and you're like i don't know which one this is nope nope Mm -mm. never Mm -mm. never Mm -mm. like Mm -mm. that nope Mm -mm. (laughs) absolutely not can you imagine? Like I Wait. don't think I'd be able to do that unless one of had like an earring or something. I don't think I. Could. Wait,
3: have you s- y'all seen *Grown Girl Girls*? Right, the in yeah this, yeah in the episode yeah. of season one, yeah. whenever there's yeah. the identical twins marrying the identical twins, and yeah. Suki goes. So if Twin A accidentally goes into the wrong room and sleeps with Twin B, t- Twin his twin's wife, is it cheating? <laughs> and and lies like. I don't think so. She goes, those lucky bastards. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: what cracks me up about identical twins <laughs> marrying each other is that their children are biological sim- uh, siblings, not yep. cousins. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's... N- blows no. my mind.
3: Yeah, there's a couple of um, biological sibling twin cousins on TikTok that look Fucking identical because their parents are both identical, so of course they look identical. Yeah. And
0: it's creepy.
3: Wild. It's
0: creepy. Jeans are weird. Jeans are Yeah, I is. just like that episode too, because Michelle puts a post-it note on one of their yes! backs and you're like, know, that's my favorite. It's like yeah. I will say things that get coded in
3: my house all the time is Michelle from the pilot episode going, People are particularly <laughs> stupid today and I cannot deal with any more of them. <laughs> I need to rewatch That's that show every
0: day it's so good <laughs> it's every single day
1: you know I, i've realized now and of course audio podcast you guys can't see this but you can see the side of my box my recording box uh, when we're recording in the video and i you can see uh what happened was and learn occlumency and anyway the dead of time and what the fuck shia and also, uh, I brewed it, I bought it, I found it, I nicked it. And I, oh, you can't see Hannah Beth cut that. I put it too low. But I feel like I should just like point to some of these as they happen.
3: And Please don't because that's very loud on the mic every time you touch <laughs> oh, that. Oh, no. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I
2: lied. Is that an origami that.
0: crane? That's what it I was thinking. Is. is
3: it from, is it from? manacles. Manicles. i almost said breast and battle scars. Was like, no, that's wrong.
1: That's wrong. Yeah no, um, yeah no. It's uh, it's not from anyone who like made that particularly, but th- there was a That's group the selling them, and she it was during um, mid COVID, and at, uh, I think she was sending like twenty or thirty percent of all of her proceeds, if anything, Asian related, to the AAPI anti hate oh, cool. fund to like you know cool. bring awareness to. Uh, hate crimes and that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. So I shared it to um, the Manacled group, which is Granians and Paper Planes. or Paper Paper, Planes, Cranes. Paper Cranes. There yeah, you go. On Facebook, which is... By the way, I just found out the largest, unique, like, book-based Harry Potter fan group, fanfic group on Facebook. It's like five or 6,000 members. It's bigger than the OG Fire Whiskey and Honey group. It's bigger than... Um, the right thing to do it is the biggest I believe um so Holy super proud yeah. yeah um but I posted in there I was like hey guys this woman on Etsy selling these and also donating to you know AAPI funds you should go buy them and I reached out to her on Etsy I was like hey just a heads up um I posted this to one of my Facebook groups and she wrote me back a day later and she's like I sold out <laughs>
0: that's great I was like ah, oh, you're welcome <laughs>
3: That's excellent.
0: Tell them you have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, her stuff is so cute. Like, look at these little tiny mushrooms. They Tell have... them you have a podcast and put the merch link <laughs> and the Patreon link. Well, but that's a, it's a Why different, are you it's a drinking out it's a... of a mug with a porcupine that looks like a freaking Republican symbol? So it is a
1: political symbol. Um, a political the Libertarian symbol. Party is the porcupine.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. We're yeah. spiky. Oh, I didn't We're know We're sweet that. on the inside,
1: but don't bother us.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> All right, Ron Swanson. I should start my own political party and make the symbol unicorn.
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's the national animal in Scotland.
0: Of Scotland. <laughs> yes, high five.
1: Don't leave me hanging. Whatever. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling little kids that. They're like... But unicorns aren't real. And I'm like, and yes, that's okay are. because
0: everything in government is made up. But I am a unicorn. You are.
1: You Especially and Luna would get along.
0: Things. Great. So they oh do. Oh my exist. god, we have to start the podcast. Oh my god. Oh
1: my god. Oh my god. Okay. Author's note. I love this chapter. I've had the majority of it written since part 1 was still being finished. Oh my god. Chapter 127. Sirius's choice. September 19th, 1998. You selfish prick!
3: (laughs) I'm sorry, the pause was because Claire had to get seven feet from her (laughs) recording box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The fireplace behind Maya made a loud whoosh as Remus came in. Sirius steeled himself for another smack that did not come, and he took a chance to look at Remus, gesturing toward Harry. Visibly sighing, Remus made his way to Harry's side, flicking his wand at the doorway, while Burgus' screams, prompted by Maya's shouting, were silenced. Sirius stepped closer to Maya, as though she had not just hit him in the face, and called him a prick. He cupped her cheeks in his hands as he stared into her eyes, grinning wildly. Maya. Don't you dare Maya me, you absolute Arse! She growled viciously and hit him on the shoulder as hard as she could, which, considering her small frame, was surprisingly hard. Sirius, still in awe of her presence, caressed her honey-brown locks. "'Oh, no, you don't!' she pulled away from his grip. "'Keep your filthy paws to yourself, Sirius Black! I'm furious with you!' she screamed, her bottled rage exploding as she slapped her hand across his face again." (laughs) This snapped Sirius out of his stupor. He stumbled back from the force, growling at the sharp sting of pain in his cheek. What the fuck? Why are you hitting me? She stormed toward him again and smacked his chest repeatedly. I'm hitting you because you deserve it! You left me! She shouted, her voice breaking at the end as a sob escaped. Sirius's eyes widened in disbelief. I didn't leave you. You left me. I didn't do it on purpose! purpose, you prat. I didn't have a choice, and I was trying to tell you, but you got your knickers in a fucking twist and flew out the bloody fucking door. Harry stood still in the corner, feeling confounded by the scene that was unfolding in front of him. All he knew was that Hermione had been wearing a simple, modest muggle dress when she left them earlier, and now she was wearing—he purposely moved his, way, er, his gaze away from her legs, instead squinting at her hair, which looked bizarrely longer. An irrational thought crossed his mind as he questioned whether he had finally gone barmy in the head. Remus? he whispered, uncertainly, as the man came to stand by his side. It's best just to let it ride out, Remus advised. Remus, Hermione just said fuck. (laughs) Yes, she did. And a large number of other swears that I've never heard her say before, Harry hesitated. Hermione never swears. Remus snorted. She does now. Ow! Sirius shouted, as Maya descended upon him again, hitting any body part that became available to her. Bloody woman, stop fucking hitting me, he protested, lightly swatting at her flailing fists. She paused, her brow raised as she dared him. Give me one good reason why I should ever stop hitting you. Sirius grinned at the wild look in her eyes. So I can do this. He grabbed the back of her head, fingers entangling into her hair, and tugged her to him roughly. She growled at the maneuver, and he would surely get smacked again for it later. But he crushed his lips against hers before she had the chance to start yelling again. Merlin, the taste of her. His fingers relaxed in her hair, though he held her tightly against him with one hand, the other roaming down to her waist. He pulled her hard against his body, so she could feel just how much he had missed her. Maya whimpered in response before opening her mouth to him, pressing her lips hard against his. When he groaned as her tongue swept into his mouth, she hitched her legs around his waist with minimal effort. Sirius responded immediately backing her into the nearest wall and pinning her against it, making the paintings around them shake. He continued to devour her, gripping her arse with both hands. Separated for so long, it was as though their bodies were magnetically drawn to one another, yearning to be united and to never part again. This was not the sweet soft good bye kiss he had given Hermione earlier in the library, nor was it the passionate embrace they had shared mid battle only months ago. This was Maya. Where Hermione was warmth, Maya was fire. Where Hermione was soft, yielding, and pliant, Maya was firm, demanding, and forceful. Where Hermione was shy, Maya was currently biting his lower lip. He tasted blood, tears, and the flavor that was distinctly her. Merlin help him. She tasted how fire whiskey felt. A moan that came from Maya was followed by someone that might have been Harry, saying... Oh my god, what the bloody hell is going on here? Just give them another moment, Remus said. We'll explain soon, but they need this. Maya pulled away from Sirius after another full minute. With tears streaming down her face, she sobbed. I hate you! Sirius pressed his forehead against hers, trying to catch his breath. I love you, baby, I love you so much. Maya exhaled shakily and kissed him again. I'm so sorry I never told you. I understand now. Remus explained everything after the shrieking shack incident. Were you angry with me? Sirius chuckled softly, trying not to cry as well. She was doing enough of that for both of them. Fuck yes. I imagine you and I will scream at each other later on for a number of things. But honestly, I've had enough years to get over it. And right now, I don't want to fight with you. He brushed his lips over her cheeks, down across her jaw, and finally resting them at the place just below her ear, where he buried his face in the mass of honey-brown curls. "'I'm so sorry, Sirius. I love you,' she whispered, as she threaded her fingers through his long black hair, sending a long-awaited shiver down his spine. "'I'll never leave you again.' Sirius grinned against her skin, nuzzling the spot below her ear before whispering, "'It's cute. You think you have a choice, kitten?' "'Remus cleared his throat loudly, "'smiling with amusement when they both turned to look at him in surprise. "'Maya smiled sheepishly at Remus, "'looking mildly embarrassed about her behavior. "'That was not anything new, at least not for Remus. "'Harry, on the other hand, looked completely thunderstruck. "'Maya must have turned her focus on Harry as well "'because she pulled away from Sirius. "'Her eyes lit up with joy.' Sirius smiled, glad to see how happy she was at the sight of her... Sirius smiled, glad to see how happy the sight of his godson made her. His smile faded rapidly, however, when when she cried out, Jamie! Oh, no, Remus whispered, looking as panicked as Sirius felt. She fell into Harry's open arms, and he caught her without hesitation. His eyes were wide as she peppered his cheeks with kisses. Sirius watched in horror as her hands ran over Harry's shoulders. Her firm grip loosening as she likely came to the painful realization that the wizard she was hugging was not her brother. Hermione? Maya pulled away from Harry and stared into his eyes. Green eyes, she whispered softly as she reached up to brush the hair off of his forehead. Her gaze immediately darted to the slightly faded lightning bolt scar and she jumped away from him as though she had been burned. Her hands shook as she wrapped her arms around herself, staring at him with tears pricking at her eyes. Harry! She choked out. Harry looked at her with gentle concern. Hermione? What's going on? Her bottom lip trembled. Bringing her hands to cover her mouth, she closed her eyes, letting a few stray tears fall. Remus! She gasped, reaching out for him. "'I... I... I can't!' With a troubled frown etched on his face, Remus squeezed her hand in support. "'It's all right, love.' Maya shook her head and took one last look at Harry before she turned and ran up the stairs. "'Should I?' Remus muttered, vaguely gesturing to the staircase. "'Or do you?' He looked at Sirius, who was being angrily glared at by Harry. And let her have some time to herself, Sirius suggested. I'm sure Harry has a lot of questions, and I don't think he would appreciate me going after her, considering what just happened. That would be accurate, Harry replied sharply. <laughs> I just, I love that part. <laughs> and I've seen the lad destroy a dark lord, so frankly, I'd rather not be left alone with him than me. <laughs> Sirius tugged on Remus's robes, forcing his friend to follow him into the other room, where he poured a glass of scotch for himself and two tumblers of fire whiskey. "'Come on, Harry,' Remus pushed the crystal tumbler toward him. "'Let's have a drink.' "'Send a Patronus to Tonks first to let her know what's happened, then close the flue and put up anti-apparition wards,' Sirius instructed Remus. I don't want anyone coming in unannounced. The last thing she needs is to be overwhelmed. She's already overwhelmed, Pads. Well then, I don't want to be overwhelmed. Remus silently assented and walked into the other room to close the flue as Sirius requested. While he was gone, Sirius and Harry sat down, both not touching the drinks in front of them. When Remus returned, he took a seat at the table, smiling at the genealogy book in front of him. One of you going to explain now? Harry snapped impatiently. I have a lot of bloody questions.
3: Oh look, it's Cat. Huh? It oh,
2: said, oh, oh look it's cla-
3: <laughs> <laughs> <I> have Questions. <laughs> I have a lot of bloody questions.
0: <laughs> Magic
1: <laughs> Drink first. Sirius gestured, finally knocking back a healthy swig. After taking a deep breath, Remus began. As you know, when Sirius and I were children, we had the pleasure of befriending your father. He took a pause. What we never told you is that we were both introduced to James by his sister. Oh, we've already covered that, Sirius told Remus with a nod. Got all the way to teaching him about bonds. And Maya? Not entirely there yet. Harry, I didn't get a chance to tell you that your father's sister was actually adopted. We didn't know it until years later, but she was a muggle-born witch that lost her family. Dumbledore brought her to the Potters, brought her there because she was wearing a Potter heirloom, Sirius said, giving Harry a meaningful look. Harry's mouth fell open. No. Maya was, Remus began, but was quickly interrupted. Maya, Harry whispered. But you called Hermione. He fell silent, his brow crinkled. During our seventh year at Hogwarts, Remus started again. We saw a scar on Maya's arm, cut into her flesh, a word. Mudblood, Harry breathed. Remus and Sirius nodded gravely. Harry shook his head in disbelief. But that's not possible. Maya told me everything, Remus continued, said she was from the year 1998 and she'd been sent back in time. Dumbledore gave her a deaging potion, had her adopted into a pureblood family, changed her name, and stuck her in Hogwarts to keep her safe from the Death Eaters. The potion changed her body but made her scars reappear as she aged. When the one on her arm showed up, she didn't have a choice but to tell me the truth. She made me promise that when the time came, I would take a stolen time-turner, charm it into a portkey, and trick Hermione Granger herself, into going back to 1971. Harry's eyes flashed at the revelation. You? You did this to her? You sent Hermione into the past? I did. How could you do that, Remus? Because she asked me. No, begged me to. He responded, his eyes pleading for Harry to understand Hermione was with us for years. She built a life with us. She was hysterical at the idea that she might not get sent back, might never become James's sister or my friend or Sirius's. Sirius could feel Remus's gaze falling on him even as he kept his own on his drink, fighting with it in a mental battle as he wondered if it would even touch him. After a beat, Remus cleared his throat and continued, "'Could you ever deny Hermione anything, Harry?' If she pleaded with you, begged you, and made you promise, is there anything in this world you would ever deny her? Harry answered without hesitation. No, she's she's my Hermione. Sirius looked up to see the sad smile on Remus's face. Nineteen years ago, she was my Maya, and I gave her my word. Harry leant forward and ran his fingers through his hair in frustration. This is so confusing. I don't understand. Oh, look, it's Cat again! (laughs) I mean it in a sweet way. Besides, you are also sassy like Harry. That's true. We just saw Hermione go downstairs. How long has she been gone? She left tonight, Sirius said, his voice quiet as he ran the pad of his thumb around the rim of his glass. Remus and I walked her to the library where the time-turner was waiting. How long has it been for her? Eight years. Harry's eyes widened. She looks the same, or well, she looks the same age. That'll be the work of the de-aging potion. Harry bobbed his head, looking like he was trying very hard to process everything that they were telling him now, connecting it with what Sirius had told him before about his long-lost aunt. She grew up with you? How have I not seen any photographs? She took them all, Remus said, and the few that she was in disappeared. I have them, Sirius admitted. Remus turned to him. You kept them? They're locked away in my room. The stuff Dumbledore gave you when I went to Ask ban. There was a box in there I kept all our pictures in. When she vanished, I hid them all. The metal box you keep in your room? Harry asked. Sirius met Harry's gaze with a small smile. I'll take them out and show you later, though Maya will probably want to show you anyway. There was a long moment of silence where Harry and Remus each nursed their fire whiskey, and Sirius swirled his scotch around in the glass. Care to explain what happened in the hallway? Harry demanded suddenly. Sirius snorted. Does that really need explaining? Harry glowered at him. It really does, Sirius. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Do I need to explain that? Uh, you yeah. <laughs> Sighing, exhausted, Sirius scrubbed his hand down his face. I haven't seen that woman. Maya, mind you, not Hermione. Maya. For 19 years. Kind of got carried away. So you and Hermione were... are what soul bonded Sirius answered when did this happen harry asked from what i can tell hermione provoked the soul bond on her end when she pulled me from the veil she carried it with her into the past where she met me when i was 11 i provoked my end of the soul bond when i kissed her there you've kissed hermione before harry asked maya remus corrected him "'He's kissed Maya.' "'I kissed Hermione, too,' Sirius confessed. "'Oh, right. Just a little while ago, in the library. I'd forgotten. "'No, I kissed her before that.' "'Blinking, Remus stared at him with furrowed brows. "'What? When?' "'In the middle of the battle.' "'Sirius smirked, when both Harry and Remus gaped at him. "'Don't look at me like that. I thought we were going to die. "'Besides, it's not like it was a one-off thing for me. "'For fuck's sake, I was going to marry the witch.' Hermione? Harry asked, shocked. Maya? Remus corrected again. She's the same woman, Sirius snapped. It's just a fucking nickname. Hermione hates nicknames, Harry mumbled. Wait, you proposed to Maya? Remus asked, his eyes widening. Harry's mouth fell open, as though he had not cut on to the seriousness until just that moment. You and Hermione were engaged? How the hell did I not know this? You proposed to Maya and she didn't tell me? Remus insisted, looking a little put out by the information. I'm her best friend. She told me everything.
0: Yeah, they were also engaged in dirtiness too, but you don't know that yet. She didn't know. He did more than kiss her. He kissed her other places and he put things places and he licked things. God damn. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) This is fine. Everything is fine.
1: She didn't know, dickhead. Sirius scowled at his friend. I hadn't gotten the guts to do it yet, and then she fucking vanished one night before I had the chance to bloody ask her. And you're not her best friend. I'm her best friend. Remus rolled his eyes at the declaration. Did James know? James had to have known. You told each other everything. He owled you detailed letters from his honeymoon with Lily. Harry grimaced. Ugh. Ugh. Is right. Sirius agreed. Your dad was descriptive and not in a good way. <laughs> "'What the hell is the good way?' Remus asked. "'Don't answer that!' Harry shouted desperately. Sirius burst into laughter. "'So you were going to ask Maya to marry you, and James didn't even know?' Remus asked, getting the subject back to the subject at hand. "'Prongs knew. Sirius smiled sadly. He found the ring for me. "'I can't believe you didn't tell me. "'You would have told her, Moony. Like you said, she told you everything, and that went both ways.' Besides, at the time, I thought it was weird for obvious reasons. "'What reasons?' Harry inquired. (laughs) "'I really need to see this acted
2: out.'"
1: Sirius cleared his throat and tossed a look at Remus, who had gone pale. "'I'll tell you when you're older.'" Before Harry could object, and he looked like he wanted to, Sirius went on saying, "'Anyway, I was going to propose, but then she goes and fucks it all up by picking a fight with me at the flat, and then I left to cool off. By the time I got back, she was missing.'" Left everything behind except her wand and my Quidditch jersey. I loved that jersey. You loved her? Sirius smiled wryly. Still do. Love like that doesn't go away. It just sits in your chest and waits for you to die. Mm. Oof. Oof.
3: That's that's brutal.
1: HB and I talked about this the other night. Uh, And I know Cat feels similarly because it was one of those things... um, When she and the Dark Wizard took their break, she was just like, no, that's, he's it. There's, no, I, it's him or nothing. yeah
0: that's why when a star is born with the lady gaga came out and they at the end where she sings i'll never love again i was like okay get me out of this theater i have to go (laughs) my eyes i was like i cannot do this yeah
1: no mm -mm. no and i realized the other day like i think i if something horrific happened i think i'd probably date i don't think i could marry again
0: he's you'd be uh perfect kurt russell and uh what's her face Goldie Goldie Hawn. Hawn. yeah, yeah maybe, you just like coexist in the same house I, I don't i don't know i
3: i don't want to say never
1: i, I don't want to say but never i can but... but
3: i can see how that would be hard it it's part of the conversation that claire and i were having was because both of us have widowed mother-in-laws yeah. who have not remarried Yes. um And my mother-in-law has not even dated in the 12 years since my father-in-law died Um, and has no desire to do so. And I get it.
1: Yeah, I I think Jimmy fits such he fits every single edge of me so perfectly and balances every single part of me so perfectly like th- th- there are things that i get from him that i didn't know i needed until he arrived and it's just like i i i wouldn't even know how to begin to look for that in somebody else and i know obviously you don't end up with exactly the same type of person again but like we've been such a perfect fit since the very beginning that i You don't get – I was going to say you don't get hit by lightning twice, but actually there are people who have been hit by lightning twice. Um, But, like, you you don't – you don't fucking find that twice. And I found a lot of it prior to Jimmy, and then he had a freak heart attack at 29. And so, no, I'm not going to find it – I found it twice. I'm not going to find it a third time. It's just that's not going to happen. So.
3: I don't remember if I told somebody or if I just remember thinking it, but literally after my first date with Micah, I remember thinking like,
1: Oh, I told Kat.
3: Oh no, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. But Micah and I met online. So none of my friends had met him and they all thought I was going to get murdered in an alley. Cause I met <laughs> up with this dude who had never seen him before. Um, and his friend and his friend's Girlfriend, I don't know. Thing, flavor of the moment at the time, which I love to still give him shit about since I know him now, <laughs> still. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, I just remember, like even that day. Thinking like, oh no, this is it.
1: Yeah, uh, our our first, our first official date was hiking. We actually ended up going on a you know, last minute date before that. And I'm really glad we had the hiking date set up because he thought I was a raging bitch at the first date at a bar because I was very nervous and put on my confident face, which apparently is just a bitch face. Um, Cat can attest. (laughs) But then we went hiking and I didn't have any makeup on and I lifted both of my toenails because my shoes didn't fit properly and we were going downhill and I the bullet and got through it and didn't say anything um because i didn't want to go home because i wanted to spend more time with this person and i am Mm -hmm. not a physical person so i was dying the entire time on the hike and he scared the bejesus out of me by tickling like my ear with a leaf and i freaked out and thought it was a spider and i screamed and i turned around and he hugged me and i went i'm home Mm
2: -hmm. this is it
1: this this is it And, yeah, no, and then
0: I didn't shut up about him for two fucking years. And Kat was like, can you just fucking marry him already? (laughs) Yes, because every time you called me, it wasn't like, oh, so how are you doing? It's all Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Okay, well.
1: There was a ban on Jimmy Talk in the office I worked in. They were like, shut the fuck up. None of us can.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so bad. (laughs) Do you ever look back and go? Maybe I really was ADHD all those
1: years ago. <laughs> the lack of impulse to talk about things. It, it, yeah, it's the lack of impulse to control how much you talk about something. And also the fact that you only talk about one thing at a time <laughs> for like it's weeks. The,
3: it's, the hyper, it's the hyper focus and
0: impulse combo. Yeah. Yes, but no one ever would have known that that was, like, a symptom because that's what girls do when we get excited and meet somebody. So it's like, how was I supposed to know that she's got issues? See, and that's the thing. Like, this is why you need to do medical
3: studies on people of all sexes. Because maybe there's a shit ton of women that have ADHD that... Yeah. That's why the stereotype is the way is because women are Because it's super,
1: super prevalent in women. Oh, uh, my God.
3: Did you say yeah. prevalent?
1: That's not the right word, is it?
3: It, it is. It's the wrong pronunciation. You did the emphasis on the wrong
0: syllable.
1: Is it prevalent?
0: Yeah. Damn you it. didn't say syllable? Yeah. No, dude. fun of it. Okay, one, syllable. I'm pretty sure she stole no. that
1: from me. Two, Goldstein no. used to say that all the time. You're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable.
0: Yeah. Syllable. No, yes, list. yes,
1: that's the joke. <laughs> you're putting the – instead of saying you're putting the emphasis on the on wrong, the wrong syllable, syllable, you put okay. the emphasis on the wrong syllable. So it sounds funny.
0: It's intentionally- I actually quoted him in my interview, by the way. Oh, my God.
1: Goldstein was I don't know how
0: – I don't know how it got like started, but I said that to be early is to be on time and to be on time is to be late thing. And I was like, I cannot believe that just came out my mouth and that it's still ingrained in my brain.
1: Oh yes. He had a sign on up that said that he also had another sign that says, everyone brings joy to this office. Someone they enter someone they leave, (laughs) which I just thought was a highly inappropriate for a teacher, but also hilarious. Well,
3: I, I, (laughs) one of my all time favorite teachers. Um, was my junior year AP English teacher, who is the reason that to this day, if I see things written in the Pilot purple gel pen, that's like the .07 purple gel pen. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a very specific, weird purple. Oh, yeah. If I see things written in that purple gel pen, it still gives me PTSD because that's what she graded papers in. Oh, no! Not in red. She graded it in that purple or green. The green, so that's like the only pins that she used. That's just mean um, to grade
1: things in green because green is usually such a positive color and then it's just like, this that is was, terrible.
3: That was the idea was that like red is always the way that you do it. And so you have this guttural reaction to that initially. And so it's hard for you to actually improve. I am the writer today because of her. She kicked my ass. I've never worked so hard for an A in my entire fucking life. Um, but she, yeah, was one of my favorite teachers and had a jar on her desk that said student tears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, I drew a little doodle. Literally
3: cried in her class. It's fine. Oh, no. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was not the only one. See, meanwhile, I drew a literal, like, doodle of a pope uh, in the top corner of my Western Civ exam that said, Crusader Pope defends this paper, so it only gets an A. And then he gave me an A, and he wrote at the bottom, you technically lost some points, but Crusader Pope saved you. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's the reason
3: I got a five on my AP exam.
1: Goddamn, girl. I think I got like a four.
3: Yeah. But she also, we had like tutorials. So we would have time to take the entire, like a practice test. I would show up to school at like 6 a.m. Oh, fuck no. To, Absolutely to, not. To do a tutorial and then go to class.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Sounds terrible. But Anyway. It's it dead of time.
0: We should get Shia a sticker with a jar that says Tears of My Readers.
1: We should.
0: We just, no,
3: it needs to be like a coffee mug or a whiskey tumbler. A whiskey whiskey tumbler.
1: tumbler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. She can see this. We're not doing that.
3: Pretend like you didn't see anything.
1: You saw nothing.
3: Okay, go. (laughs) Uh.
2: Harry frowned. Uh, did did Harry
1: she frown? love where you? <clears throat> yeah, right. Sirius said, still do you love like that. Doesn't go away. Just sits in your chest and waits for you to die. Harry frowned. Did she love you? More than anything in the whole world. Remus answered for him. Mm. Sirius sighed and swallowed, finally pushing his drink away from him. Harry, I know this is hard to hear, but it's more than hard to hear. Harry insisted. You stole my best friend after kissing her behind my back, shoved her into the past, and made her my... What if... what if this is too much? Sirius paled as fear sank into his skin like a sickness. What do you mean? Harry took a moment before speaking. I mean, I assume you're planning on continuing your relationship with her? I... Is she even still Hermione? Is there any bit of my best friend left in there? Harry asked, angrily. Remus frowned. Harry, I've been asking myself the same question for the last few years. Harry turned his attention back to Sirius. What if I'm not okay with this? Sirius swallowed hard and clenched his finger er, his fists tightly together. Harry, son, please don't. Harry! Remus scolded. No, Remus. The boy turned and narrowed his eyes before looking back at Sirius. I want to hear it from him. What if I said I don't approve of this? What if I asked you to choose? Your whatever it is with Hermione or me?
2: That's not fair.
1: Please don't, Sirius begged, closing his eyes and willing Harry to understand. Answer the question. It would. It would kill me.
0: <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Oh my god. <laughs> I love that he chooses her over his best friend's son. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna choose my needs over you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I was not expecting that to be the funny part of the story. <laughs> But I'm going to choose her, like, Jesus. <laughs> Damn it, now I have to read this seriously. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I found that so funny.
1: It would kill me to lose you, Sirius confessed, thinking of the first moment that James had placed Harry in his arms, the moment he had been forced to hand him over to Hagrid when James and Lily were killed, the moment they had finally been reunited, and again after Sirius had been pulled from the veil. Harry, you know about bonds now. You know what you are to me. You're not just... You're my... Yeah, I know. And you're the only father I can remember, Harry said. So answer the question.
3: Oh, That's such a low blow.
1: Sirius clenched his eyes shut tightly. Her. He whispered, his heart breaking. It would kill me, but I would choose her. Always her. Forever. Her. "'All right, then,' Harry stood. "'That's all I needed to know.' He approached Sirius then, wrapping him in a tight hug that forced a panicked breath out of his lungs. "'Sirius, I love Hermione. She's been mine to protect since I was eleven. I spent far too long standing by watching Ron make her cry and Malfoy call her names, too involved in my own shit to even bother asking about Crumb or do anything about McLogan. And I dragged her into a war, and she never once left my side. She suffered, she was tortured, she almost died. She lost everything for me, Sirius. He stood tall, holding his head high, his eyes hard and dark. So I'll do anything for her, and that means choosing her over you. So he exhaled slowly. If you want my approval, or whatever, you have it. But if you hurt her... Sirius' eyes widened. You approve? I just love, he's such a little shit. He made Sirius, like, shit himself, freaking out. And then he's like, alright, good, you passed the test, well done.
0: Also, I don't need your approval, little boy. (laughs) I do what I want.
1: Muggle, please.
0: Yeah, I'm a grown-ass wizard. (laughs) I'm a grown-ass wizard. (laughs)
1: I need a shirt. Harry shrugged, the boyishness in him returning. Well, you say she's your soulmate. I want you both happy. Don't get me wrong. It's strange, but seven years ago, I didn't even know I was a wizard or how to fly on a broom. I didn't have a godfather that could turn into a dog. I guess I'll adjust like I normally do. Sirius laughed and stood up, pulling Harry into his arms and patting him on the back. Your dad would have been so proud of you. Harry smiled awkwardly when they pulled apart from one another, running his hand through his hair. Is she going to be okay? Remus nodded. I think seeing you made it all real. She vanished two years before your parents died. The last time she saw them was at their wedding.
3: (coughs) What the fuck was that? Do you need an exorcism? Are you okay? I do have.
1: is great right now. <laughs> hold on. I'm screenshotting. <laughs> Whew, that was great. Anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had a lot to get out of my system. Clearly. Jesus.
1: <sighs> oh, crap. Now I have to pee. Oh, well, I can hold it. "'So seeing me,' Harry said, looking like he understood. "'She thought I was my dad.' "'Sirius smiled sadly. "'And then she realized you weren't. "'Wow.' "'I told her as much as I could. "'Remus offered, said that nothing had changed. "'She cried for a while, begged me to send her back a few times. "'Sirius winced at the thought. "'Should I?' Harry began nervously. I mean, should I leave? Go to the burrow for a while until she... I think you should go to her, Remus suggested. What? Harry's eyebrows shot up to his hairline in surprise. Harry, she told me about you. Maya, I mean. She barely mentioned anyone else, sometimes in passing. Ron once, Neville a few times. But she missed you, For years, she really missed you. Won't it hurt her to look at me? No more than it does the rest of us, Sirius said honestly. I won't lie to you, Harry. You're a reminder of what we lost, but you're also a reminder of what we still have. You're the best of both of your parents, and still, somehow, you're yourself as well. Maya loved James and Lily. But Maya is still Hermione. It's just a nickname. She's still Hermione. And Hermione loves you.
0: Technically, she's not still Hermione because Hermione and Maya have different personalities, but okay. <gasps> she gets it.
1: Da-da-da-da! Do you remember at the beginning of book two where she's like, no, she's Hermione. <laughs> They're the same person. It only took us to the
3: penultimate season to make that happen.
1: But that's also when the rest of us were like, oh, yeah, they're different people.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: True facts. Haven't
0: y'all, like, realized that I'm a little bit slow? Like, I don't do everything when everybody else does it. You're doing it at
1: the exact same time everybody in the book when everybody else did it. It's just, it took us two years to read the book. (laughs) Yeah. Almost three. Oh, my God. We're coming up on our third anniversary. That's wild.
0: We're not going to talk about it. It's fine. Mm. It's just kind of like how growing up, Claire would do everything first, and then I would do it after she did it. Yeah, and then
1: Kat got her AA, bachelors, and doctorate before I got my bachelors. It Well, almost before I got my bachelors. We got them about the same time. Bachelors, doctorate, I mean. Don't you have a master's too, or no? I'm getting one. God damn it. <laughs> you have a problem. Yeah. She's got an addiction, and it's education. Which I have many problems. Yeah, well, it's okay. You're a psychologist. I'm kidding. Not that kind of psychologist. It's like saying, Somebody's having heart trouble.
0: I'm a doctor. Shh, not that kind of doctor. Well, I do know CPR, so. Yay! That's something.
1: Harry slowly nodded and, without another word, turned and left the room. Sirius collapsed back into his chair and leaned forward, resting his head in his arms on the table. Fuck, that was awful. That looked painful. He might be a little more Slytherin than we ever gave him credit for, Remus said with a slight chuckle. Looking up and narrowing his eyes at his friend, Sirius admitted, I think I'd rather be stabbed with an antler again. <clears throat> the old house offered her a few familiar comforts. Despite not having been there in almost a decade, Maya knew which way to find the kitchen, the library, the old drawing room where Sirius kept the tapestry, and an old Persian rug hidden away. She knew which room had been hers so long ago. It did not feel like hers any longer. She found herself in Sirius's bed, clinging to the sheets and trying to breathe the smell of him in. She wanted it to sink into her skin and ease her worries and grief, but the smell, which while decidedly still serious, was different than the smell of her bedsheets back at the flat that she shared with him and Remus. A flat which no longer belonged to them. Her home was gone, her brother was dead, and her world left behind her. Maya felt lost, displaced in time more now than she ever had felt during her initial trip back to the past. She heard Harry's footsteps long before he entered the room. The old house creaked with every movement, so she knew he had first gone to her old room to see if she was there, only to find her in Sirius's room instead. He knocked lightly on the door. Hermione? The name sounded foreign. She sniffled and then whispered. I haven't been called that in a long time. Harry stepped into the room, shutting the door behind him. Are you okay? He asked as he approached the bed, taking a seat on the end of it. A little freaked out, she admitted quietly. The boys explain everything to you? Boys? She chuckled softly. Remus and Sirius. You were my dad's sister? Harry asked. And Sirius's soulmate? She widened her eyes as she sat up. They cut out a lot more than I thought they would. Are you still Hermione? He asked quietly not meeting her stare. She remembered waking up that first morning in 1971 with James in her bed, thinking he was Harry, realizing that he was not her best friend had been devastating to her in the moment. She assumed Harry was feeling that worry, that he had lost her forever. Maya reached out, touching his face affectionately. Yes, I'm still me. I've just been lost for a very long time. She brushed Harry's hair from his forehead again with a smile, watching as it fell back onto his face, covering the scar. Merlin, you look just like Jamie. Jamie? Harry smirked. I've never heard anyone call my dad that before. That's because I was the only one allowed to. She continued smiling as she looked him over. I can't believe how much you look like him. Except for the eyes. Harry asked with a crooked grin. Maya smiled and then nodded, pressing her lips together tightly as she fought back the tears that were trying to resurface. This is going to be hard. I didn't want to have to do this again. Again? The first year or so of being with Jamie was hard because he looked like you. And I missed you so much, Harry. It was just shit without you, she said letting out a single sob before laughing. You swear a lot now, Harry pointed out, chuckling. Blame serious. Speaking of serious, Harry began, clearing his throat. Even in the dark, she could see the color rising in his cheeks. Can it wait? I don't think I can do this right now. Do you want me to go? She shook her head and pulled him down on the bed with her. Wrapping her arms around him, she rested her head on his shoulder. Please don't. Scene. I don't know if you remember, but whenever she would snuggle with her brother, she would wrap her arms around him and rest her head on his shoulder. No (laughs) acknowledgement. Not a thing. I'll respond for her. <sighs> oh Processes, we'll go thank our
2: patrons.
1: Now we'd like to thank our July foxes. We'd like to thank Lisa, Muggle Trucker, Tyler Maria, Anthony, Professor Magana Got It Going On, Claire Soothes My ADHD Goblin Brain, Jade, Tori, Camille, Leanne, Sierra, Stacy, Morgan, Kiara, Sandra, Bridget, Martina, Kayla, Shannon, Lynn, Claire, Nicole, Kenny, Jackie, Amber, Jordan, Ryland, Diana, Matthias, Ash, Carissa, Rachel, Kalen, Ashley Lynn, April, Kara, Audrey, Cara. another one for the baby jar, Sarah, Melissa, Catherine, Cassie, Crystal, Cauldron Mist, Ryder, Nina, Dan, Samantha, Sylvia, Shauna, Miriam, Kendra, Jillian, Crystal, Misha, Becky, Chris, Sarah, Crystal, Frau Holly, Matthew, and Jasmine. And once again, thank you to all of our Patreons for supporting us. We appreciate everything you do, and we will be coming to you live from LeakyCon soon. We are very excited, and we cannot wait Ah, uh, my stomach is growling, so we're going to cut this short. We will see you
2: next. Fire Whiskey Friday. Wacha! Thank you for listening to another episode of Fire Whiskey and Honey.
1: A special thank you to Shailani for allowing us to read your story.
2: And thank you to Blue Ivy Creations for creating our logo and Hannah Beth for editing our episodes.
1: You can find us on Instagram at FWHpod.
2: And on Twitter at FWHpodcast.
1: And on our website, FWHpod.com.
2: If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support and get extra content, please support us on Patreon and review us on Apple Podcasts.
1: Thank you to those who support us already. We wouldn't be here without you.
2: See you next Fire Whiskey Friday.